Good evening. I'm Connor. And I'm Pat Smith. And you are now listening to Apocalypse Duds. I think I haven't slept really in a little while, so... Yeah, yeah. When when Connor texts me at four in the morning, uh, that's when I know that something is off with him, and that has happened a couple of times in the past, like, few weeks. I'm not going to explain why I am up at four in the morning, but let's just say that I don't... Important well. research, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm up at four in the morning fucking playing music through my Bluetooth speaker that pops in my fucking head randomly. And uh, a lot of people on Instagram, well, not a lot because Instagram sucks sometimes, but uh, I posted them to Instagram <laughs> stories because I wanted to be a DJ growing up and I never got that opportunity. And so you are now. Really? I mean, I, mean, I listen to plenty of the music that you post. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, often, tell, I don't often tell you about it, but it comes up oh, in conversation. Well, that's that's good to know. And, like, right. I think, yeah, if anyone's yeah, listening. I wonder, like, do people, do people listen to the songs that I post? Like, I have no clue. Probably not. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't either. Like, I, I'll do it here and there. Um, but I'm not religious about watching stories and also not religious about, like, you know, I don't want to pretty... hear it coming out of my phone speaker. I yeah, never yeah. want to hear it coming out of the phone speaker. I feel I'm like... never in a position where I want to be listening to music. Uh, if I'm out and about looking at Instagram stories, it's a fucking photo app. Yeah, yeah. I want to see it's a... photos with no sound. It's a vicious cycle. Um, I did something a few years ago, like, for a couple of months, just because it made me happy. But uh, I, I would do... Uh, what I called Rebels and Rogues Late Night Radio, where I would just post whatever the fuck <laughs> I was listening to. Um, I, I bring it back from time to time. I should probably just make playlists um, and do like, but again, it goes back to like sitting, you know, sitting in my room listening to like radio when I was six or eight or whatever the fuck I was and like thinking, oh, yeah. you know, mimicking those kind of those kind of things. Like Oh, like, up next, we've got Hootie and the Blowfish, or some shit. Dude, um, yes, and this is yeah. something that we wanted to talk about, so really yeah. good, really good, yeah, and Loveline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind yeah. Of stuff. Loveline, and, and, like, I mean, later on when we were kids, like, T- or when I was a kid, necessarily, like, TRL, um, you know, Total Request Live, I hadn't yeah. thought about that in years, I did the other day, I don't fucking know why, but yeah, like, there's there's that certain kind of thing that that is no longer on the radio. Like DJs today are just kind of mediocre, like, oh yeah, this is or they're annoying. You know, but it's mostly just like, oh yeah, yeah this is this is uh White Room by Queen or uh by Cream, you know. I don't know. It's just yeah. yeah I I, I like not. the idea of being a DJ there's an editorial aspect that is kind of missing now. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Which maybe, you know, like, I mean, maybe is for the best. Like, do we want to may, on Well, I, I think that, the like, radio has I, gotten so bad. But the radio has only gotten so bad because so, it has been corporatized. Oh, totally. The, the fucking uh, 96, I think, like, uh, Communications Act, like, where Clear Channel, after that, bought up all this fucking, you know, right. radio real estate. Um, I don't, I don't want to go into that right now, but 
Yeah, I'm not talking necessarily about being like the announcer voice, but just like having more of a diverse kind of like thing that all somehow yeah. becomes coherent it, with a through line. But like, that's not something that radio DJs do, ne- do these days. Like they've got a, you know, they got a playlist and they mostly stick to it. And, you know, that, that like, that's what I like about the DJ kind of thing is like weaving this thread through a bunch of different songs that maybe, maybe seem like they're similar, but maybe not. I don't know. Just, this is how I think. This is, ladies and gentlemen, how I think. Yes. And now we know. Yeah. Now, now we know. Um, yeah, I saw, uh, a band that I'm I'm really hyped on last night called Uniform from New York. Uh, shout out Uniform. Um, sadly, there were like uh, there was a bunch of shit going on. <laughs> like I've told kind of this already, but uh, there were two or three hardcore and or metal and or punk shows um, around the city. Uh, Harm's Way was playing at the Masquerade. Uh, which is a pretty, like, big venue, and they're on a record release tour. Um, Brian Jonestown Massacre, which I have to note, had the weirdest looking, or the weirdest mixture of people in the crowd waiting for that show that I've ever seen in my life. Um, We're playing, and then I learned after I went to see Uniform with 24 other souls, uh, that fucking Mud Honey played down the street. Insane. Um, and this venue, this is my favorite. Um, it, I feel like I'm contractually obligated to talk about Atlanta on every episode. Um, this is my favorite yeah. small venue in Atlanta called the Earl. Uh, sorry. What are the top two? My favorite that I go to shows at, m- not my favorite that I've played, um, but it's called the Earl. It's a, a bar and a venue. has like a I don't know, 250 or so capacity. And fucking Mud Honey played there last night. And no one That would have been insane. What a, I mean, that's like a that's like a bucket list set um in that small of a venue. And literally no one, myself, uh, my friends that are also into similar shit, knew about it. It sold out almost immediately, and I guess they just didn't promote it at all. Like uh, yeah, yeah, but sadly, Uniform was fucking amazing. Um, they played to about 25 people, and it really bummed me out. And, yeah, I I feel a connection with them musically and lyrically, and I was just like, yo, man, please don't let this discourage you from playing Atlanta again. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, bet that they, I bet that they took your... I hope um, so. I hope so. They played here before, and it was great. So um, I, I'm holding out hope. For I that. miss seeing Mud Honey. I think I could have seen Mud Honey in like maybe 2005 or 2004. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I just didn't. I like. I like don't. I like don't really like shows that much. Like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, at this point, in, yeah, at this point in life, I'm, I'm like, I'm very particular. Of, as I am with everything um, about what shows I go to and what ones that I'm just like, yeah, I'll listen to the record. Um, Mud Honey in a 250 person club is fucking insane. Yeah. That would just be like, 
I didn't even realize they were still touring. Yeah, I I, I didn't either. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, we had a great interview with Peter Totley, uh, hashtag Suburban Dad, um, that we are riding the high yep. off of. Yeah, it was really excellent. I mean, just a top, top, top guy. Like, yeah. just yeah. always on, like, knows what we're... <laughs> it's like, I would say, like, he always knows what I'm talking about. Totally, <laughs> he, totally. He's always knew, he always knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, he's just a, a really sharp guy. Really sharp guy, really sharp dresser. Really, yeah. Just great taste all the way around. Uh, Peter and I connected on, well, we connected on the first episode, but even more so on this one um, with musical taste, which if anyone listening has listened to five minutes of our show knows that that's the most important thing to me. Um, yeah, he, he randomly tied back something that I had talked about on a previous show um, with a band from Boston, and it uh, was was just the most like apocalypse nuts type of crying. thing. <laughs> yeah, like it, it was crying. just so really fucking did. good. And like you know, a lot of a lot of shit that came out in the late like pre internet boom era, um, or in the very early like widespread adoption of the internet like late 90s to early 2000s it's just lost i mean how many pictures yeah. do all of us have that like we uploaded to photo bucket which i've probably talked gone. about before and it's just gone and like finding someone in 2023 that knows this obscure band uh and is like oh yeah like it's just wild because a lot of that shit is just gone. And, you know, like, I hate fucking streaming services uh, for the most part. I use Spotify because I'm a Luddite, and uh, that's the easiest one for me. But, you know... They, that, have it, they, they have made it hard. They have made it hard. And, you know, like, not everybody has a working record or CD player. Like, I'm not saying music should be free. Um, just a lot of the time, you, you know, just be able to pirate everything. And yeah, you can't well, pirate anything. Well, you're basically pirating, and these bands are making pennies on the dollar. Like if they were getting paid by these right. by these gigantic bucks, it would be one thing. Like I pay fifteen dollars a month for Spotify. Part of that should go yeah. to the bands that I listen to. Any, that's not the point. But you know, there there are a lot of obscure things that end up on the platforms and like I, I bought the first music that I bought in a long time the other day um, on Bandcamp because I listened to it and you know, all the times that I could and I paid five bucks and, and now I can stream this thing forever. I don't physically own it, but like it's an important record and yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting thing uh, living in 2023, but we digress. Um, yeah, sorry we talk about the... Dick Cheney. We talk, we about, talk Dick about Dick Cheney. Um, yeah, this Dick is Cheney. this is an episode. This is an episode that I feel like uh, embodies what Apocalypse Duds is all about. Uh, we go on rants. 
yeah. we talk a if lot of politics. Any, if there's any question. <laughs> yeah, if there's any question where we stand on most anything, this episode probably answers it. And uh, yeah, fuck it. This was uh, our chat with Peter Totley coming up. Um, if you like what we do and appreciate what we do and want to send over a buck or two, you're welcome. Um, Connor's Venmo is <laughs> Connor. Change it. Yeah, at Connor Fowler. Uh, his PayPal is Connor Connor Fowler at gmail.com. Um, thank you for listening and stay tuned. Ladies, gentlemen, friends, and folks, we are here today with none other than Instagram's sexiest man, Peter Totley, 2023, truly an amazing tour de force dresser. It's true. The best dressed person on Instagram really easily. Really <laughs> Looks like he never, never, ever, ever tries. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, we got to start this out by saying happy fucking birthday, Peter. Thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you so much thank for you much. thank you for taking the time thank out of your busy friend. birthday schedule to record yeah. an interview with our funny, <laughs> cute little show. And yeah. this man has this man has children. I mean, right. like, yeah, he easily has better better things to be doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Been talking to two derelicts, of course. Stay in the other room. At, at yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. How's how has your day been, my my man? Pretty good. It was pretty uneventful. You, you know, I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm. I just turned forty-four. Today. Oh shit! I'll oh, I'll be forty on the thirteenth. So, yeah, forty-fourth birthday. It becomes very like sort of like it's just another. Day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, like we 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 use. I went to work for a little while, and I'll tell you, I did. I did take the opportunity that at the first whim where I was like, I don't want to be at work. Right. I just nice. Damn. See, because I wanted to, I wanted to introduce you as Peter Totally artist. Peter Totally total flip. No, 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 dude, amazing artist. Really, like that. What are the perks of being a tattoo artist? If one of them is not to just be like. I'm not. Yeah, really. not today. You know. Yeah, yeah. I I screwed around in high school, and now I gotta do tattoos for a living. Dude, and... that that sounds pretty fucking perfect, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I I like. Well, we use the the tagline "the clown and the curmudgeon" to describe Connor and myself uh, on this program. Yeah, yeah. And I I will go on record to say that I hate holidays, and most of all, <laughs> I hate my fucking birthday, and like. Oh. it's just like matt has like so matt has like so few bad parts yeah but this is like one of the worst parts super the, screwed. Uh, the, uh, the like birthday hari kari like yeah screwed dude, your come I on. Just, it's your it's the only day think, that you're allowed to like yourself really i think that that means that really at heart matt would like to have some of those like metallic gold balloons that says his oh, birthday fuck, dude. 
This is for you. <laughs> and he's yeah. doing like a little pose That's with like right. one leg up. You have you know? yeah. no idea how awkward that would make me feel. And I, I will say this. I will say this about. I, I think I I would love to see that. I, I think. Oh my god, I, dude! I, I I I've never had a, a very rustic boot. I've never had a panic attack, but that might give me my first one. If I'm being honest. Uh, I'm coming to Atlanta with yeah, metallic balloons, indeed. my friend. I, I feel like right. I need to I need to say this in context or put context around this. Um, birthday and for me growing up, uh, Christian and or I'm a white person uh, or a, a normal you know normal white person. Uh, Christmas, like the amount yeah. of anxiety that I get from <laughs> not knowing what is in a package that's wrapped in this shit oh really I, I don't maybe like i don't know when it happened but a, a switch flipped and i hate surprises wow. i absolutely like oh, wow. like i fly by the seat of my pants and most of my life i fucking hate surprises when they're like you would love my house then because i buy i have to buy all my own gear oh yeah yeah house. like yo <laughs> I, I don't I got this lovely Shetland sweater in just the color I want, though. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what it's it. That's what it is, dude. That's what it's, it is. I don't want people to put, I don't want people to spend so much money on something that I really don't want. Yeah. Like I mean, it's a thing you have that to didn't get paid. Like, I, get I feel like, you know, some people have the same reaction that I do from, like, childhood trauma. And that is not at all the case. Like, my parents are wonderful, and they, like, they bought me my first guitar. Yeah, you know, they bought me a drum set. They bought me a stereo. They bought me all of this shit that I like really fucking wanted. But at some point yeah. in my adult life, I just became, I don't know, just like so not into receiving gifts because like I don't. Matt is the funny. birthday grin. I am the birthday grin. <laughs> Dude, I will own that. I, I like love giving gifts. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, I love getting shit for people. <laughs> I, I do not love it when I have to like fake some sort of emotion about a thing that someone got me that like I might like. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah like I might love it. That's great. But like I don't want to be put into the to that situation of like having to show emotion uh falsely. Whatever the case. That's on that's yeah. yeah. With people this you. this might be the it's a it's an <laughs> emotional it's an emotional labor. Uh, yeah, 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 This yeah. might be the part of it. You gotta like that's part of, you gotta that's the like part you give. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> this no, yeah. Also for the record you're giving opportunities. For the record, that might be the weirdest tangent that we have gone down on this program since I inception. Think that's yeah. probably right. Yeah. yeah. That's I think that's probably right. Uh that's and hilarious. that's good. I, I like it. It's the conversations between. Hey, can I make a callback? Can I make a callback to a recent episode? Yes, please do. Sure. You in were fr- talking first. Matt, about a band called Officer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I was, I was fucking dying driving in my car because that's like that's like a that's a new yeah band. they're from Boston, like Massachusetts, or Austin. Yeah. Yeah, that's like an Austin band. Okay. Cause that I I that's right in the period where I was living in Austin and kind oh, of holy like shit. rock scene. Holy shit! And I have definitely seen. I was like Officer May. I've seen that band more than once, and I was like, I think I've seen that band. There was a thing in Boston called Kaiju Big Battle. Have you ever heard of that? It's no. like a, it was like a uh, maybe the art institute or like the museum school is like this performance art kind of thing that was like a cross between 
uh, like Godzilla, like kaiju monsters and like Lucha Libre wrestling. So nice. they would have shows and it's like this wrestling match, but they would have bands open. And I think that's one of the times I saw Officer May. Fuck. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Peter, I'm gonna. I'm, I was like, like laughing, listening. I, I, I'm gonna. <laughs> I was like, that's so funny. This is gonna be the most serious thing that I will ever ask you in my entire life. Can you find uh-huh. me the? I think they put out like self-released a record before the one that I was that my buddy Matt Shoutout Factors told me about. Um, that has still been on repeat okay. for like two weeks. Um, can oh oh so like. Like a, something that's not on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, really? something that is no streaming whatsoever. Do you, do you know what it's called? Uh, I might be able to find out, but if you, I'll tell you uh, if you can email me the the name, I will keep okay. an eye out and like I'll ask you. Sick, yeah, because there's definitely people I know that are tight in that scene that might have a. Copy. Okay, the second wow, the second part, look at that. The second part of this question is if any of those <laughs> those people that. Uh, that may or may not have this record that I don't even know the name of at this moment, um, have video yeah. or photos or anything yeah. or, that's, or that's a t-shirt, um, yeah. which I don't even know exists. I, I don't know. I feel like I feel called to act. That's, I don't know. I don't know. I imagine it does exist, but it's so it wild though. Perfect. Like they have 35 months kind of like thoroughly kind of, thinned out they like a lot of the clubs in that in the town are kind of closed yeah and a lot of that alston rock scene is kind of gone right. as far as God, I know. that's as far that's as I know. so oh, sad 44 right <laughs> right <laughs> i'm going to be emailing you to to see if you can turn up any dirt and or and then, and then i was going and then that made me think of a, a clothing related show story that i just think is so oh, fuck yeah. it. it and also takes part in the same Heart of town. I used to have this jacket. It was a mountain hardware chugach. Okay. It's like a like a sort of puffer jacket, early puffer jacket. I looked for one on eBay and Etsy for like six months. I want one so bad. <laughs> um, but what I color? Fugazi. And I I was never like a big Fugazi fan. I was like into like Youth of Today. Okay. And stuff, yeah. Yeah. But, um, not a super Fugazi fan, but it was like that album. I think instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a documentary. Yeah. Okay, so when that came out, they played, again, I think it was, like, at the Art Institute or the Museum School. I don't know. They're kind of synonymous. Same thing in my mind. But But they were playing in, like, a gym. And we get there, and it's just, like, so crowded. And we, like, get mashed up to the front. And I have this, like, puffer jacket on, right? And, like, maybe we're, like, like, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I don't, I don't know. I almost want to say that they had a lightning bolt made it open for this. Okay. Oh yeah. I don't know. Cause that's like mm-hmm. a, that's like a kind of like, like a kind of big memory I have also in like a weird gym and like violence and stuff. And the, <laughs> so the, so Fugazi starts playing and I'm like, holy shit, Fugazi has two singers. First yeah. of all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's fucking, who's that skinny guy? Weird. He's going crazy. So anyway, <laughs> going crazy. The crowd's like surging around. It's getting like very oh, violent oh, and okay. very hot. In this hold, hold on, can I, puffer jacket. Can I, can I pause? I'm like literally like about to lose consciousness. I'm getting like mashed in between people, like thrown into the pit out. And I finally, I just unzip this puffer jacket. I'm like, I love this fucking jacket. And I just threw it straight up into the air. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and that was the last time I saw that jacket. Oh my god! And then I had to like walk home in like the freezing Boston. Yeah. <laughs> like a wait, wait, wait! <laughs> like sweat. What uh? What year would this have been? God, that's what I'm trying to remember. That has to be what 1999 to like 2000. Okay, okay. So it's before. Yeah, I can tell you it's before September 11th. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, dude, this is the perfect fucking segue. This is the perfect segue. I have something to say because uh, I thought during your story that you were going to recount being at the classic uh, Fugazi photo show where he sang a song while hanging upside down in the basketball net. You know what? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, that, that was like earlier in the 90s. Scene. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, that I'm, not, I'm not a... Fu- but I'll yeah. tell you, the scene was the same. It was in a fucking... Yeah, scene. totally, totally. <laughs> and like, yo, you, you could not have brought up another band that I was fucking rambling on to Connor about yesterday because I woke up with a song from the argument stuck in my head. Uh, oh, that's so funny. No, maybe that's the one. Argument. Oh, that's yeah, the- dude. I, I will I will say that is that is in my opinion my favorite and the best Fugazi record like yeah. banger from end to end the, if it that I gave up and I was like okay I was yeah yeah <laughs> if, if you haven't revisited it you should yeah I guess I'll spin it up because I feel like I couldn't get into it I thought Minor Threat was so I mean superior they're, they're both, oh, they're both yeah. amazing i mean that's the thing is like i'm more into like minor threat and more into that earlier stuff and fugazi i it, i think yeah. because of minor threat i like kind of turned up my nose right yeah so in my, uh, okay i'm gonna give you my rundown I'm like what is there doing like art music now? this is my rundown of <laughs> yeah. fugazi take look back and laugh from minor threat and combine it with yeah combine it with end on end from rites of spring and that is fugazi yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty. Right yeah, on. like uh, all three bands are. And I think I when when people were trying to get me into Fugazi, I was just a little too. I was like too. Young, yeah, for sure, for late. sure. Yeah, the the. It was like little like youth crew guy. I was like, I well, like the alt rock <laughs> station that I grew up uh, listening to, ninety nine X in Atlanta, which is relaunched recently. Um, they would play Waiting Room on occasion. Uh, they had a show called The House of Retro Pleasure where they played like like New Wave and punk and, and like 80, 80s shit. Um, and they would, like the host would play Waiting Room here and there. And like being a 13 year old hearing that, I had no idea who it was. Um, I had no idea how to find <laughs> that record, but I it, it made an so impact cool. on me. And then like, you know, late high school, the argument comes out, I can buy that shit a Hot Topic I did, and I listened to that like yeah. all the time. And the furniture seven inch also. Hey, wait, how old did you say you were? Uh, I'll be forty in uh, on the thirteenth. You're only four years younger than me. That's so. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I grew up in the middle of fucking nowhere, um, so that yeah. had a. I mean, so did I. You know that had some impact on it. Also, being like being in the note you know, middle of nowhere in New England versus being in the middle of nowhere in the South is two completely different realms of reality. <laughs> like, I don't know. know is, is you know, you've never been to Hope Valley Road. I, I mean, I have, <laughs> but uh, okay. So how far is that from Boston? Uh, it's about two and a half hours. Okay. Boston. Okay. So that's like, that's kind of synonymous. That's appreciable. Yeah, that, that's appreciable. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, I grew up in like, 
like the last place that you would expect that. I guess. Gotcha, gotcha. Houston. Yeah. Okay. So we we are kind of synonymous. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Like I got, especially yeah. Like right. I wasn't really allowed to go to Atlanta, which is where like every band played that I wanted to see until I was like almost eighteen. So you know, yeah. like it was just it was a different thing. I feel like I feel like I know plenty of people from New England, like various parts that could like travel three hours or two hours to Boston because it was just like that's the that's the beauty of it yeah exactly exactly <laughs> like I, I listened to a, a podcast called listening to Fletcher C. Johnson who is a, a, a friend of a friend and like I love one of his old bands um and he talks about growing up in you know bumfuck from uh Vermont and like when he got a car he could finally go to Boston and like got involved in the punk scene yeah. in the 90s and it's like I kind of had that, but not really. Yeah, that's that's the that's kind of the strength of music. Totally, like, totally. Like, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to make that totally about me, but uh, you 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 mentioned no. things, Never. And, and you 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 made me realize <laughs> we got to talk music way more than we have. So I'm gonna change that. Oh, that's what. Well, listen, this is important. You did say the B word, uh, boy, <laughs> and. <laughs> Matt no, I said 9-11. I didn't. Yeah. You didn't say the B word? No, okay, I, well, I said the B word, and it really feels like that time. Matt and I have been talking about this. Oh, lot. it's crazy. It, yeah. it feels like it's everything creepy. old is new again. Creepy. Again, again. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's just no, no watch this drive. Who's going to say watch No, that? exactly. Now watch this drive. <laughs> Amazing amazing like because i show that clip to young people sometimes and they're like yeah real life that's the president (laughs) that's the quote decider guy i mean freaking gentleman compared to (laughs) right no seriously elegant 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 evil i mean dick cheney compared to donald trump yeah, Dick Cheney is an elder statesman. Yeah, yeah, that. and an old hand. Yeah, Emperor Palpatine. Like, hey, yeah, what? There's no karma in this world. <laughs> I mean, dude, yo, let's be honest here. Kissinger's yeah, Kissinger is still Kissinger. fucking alive, <laughs> rolling around not in chains. <laughs> How is he still alive? Yo, Kissinger and Cheney are going to be the two oldest living human beings ever recorded. Oh my god! Solely because of their evil. And it's it, it, like it blows my that meme with the the fucking uh, you know the and I think it's gonna be like that Twilight Zone episode and uh, and Cheney's gonna trip and his glasses are gonna fall off and Kissinger's gonna step on. <laughs> so, so you you know what's interesting about Dick Cheney? He says Cheney. Oh interesting. really? Yeah. Yes. That is the way that they pronounce yeah. it, Dick Cheney. Yeah, well, wow. yeah. He he and his daughter can go fuck themselves. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I was gonna say, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. So Peter, like, the, linking this back to hardcore and punk, um, and you know, we like we discussed a lot about your your kind of growing up on the first episode we did with you, um, uh, over a year ago, which is wild. Um, you know, yeah. like. So, me personally, I would... Wait, are we supposed to talk about clothes not, here? Not really. It, <laughs> if yeah. it comes to it, it will. But, uh, 
I don't know. Like, like you were, you know, you and I obviously were kind of like overlapping time periods. And like, I remember a lot of very adamant, like anti-Iraq war, hardcore and punk in the like 2003 to five range, uh, particularly George W. Bush, international terrorists. Like the only time my dad ever yelled at me, only time he ever yelled at me, I wrote on my jeans they must have been Levi's 550s or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I wrote with Sharpie, George W. Bush equals international terrorist, which I like, yes, correct. That's hilarious. I was 12. I understood yeah. that. Yeah. But he kicked me out of the car. He drove <laughs> a Volvo. To where? He, he drove to a Volvo. My go? dad worked at the Heritage Foundation. So you no know way. he's a cunt. Yeah. He kicked me out of his car. He was like, this is a disgrace to America. How dare you? How dare you? He had this amazing t-shirt that was uh, all of the counties that Bush won. Yeah. In 04, it said Bush country. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, And it was the whole map. Wow. Yeah. So it's like... We haven't healed from that. Yeah, yeah. That is I, like, I wasn't super politically active. Like, I, you know, I was friends with and, like, around this, like, radical music. I didn't really know what it meant at the time. Yeah. Um, and the past, like, the past, I mean, let's be real. Reality is pissing on satire every fucking day of the week. Um, but yeah. the last, like, yeah. the last month in particular. That's the show title. The last month in particular, I have, like, I have picked up on echoes that I kind of internalized back then. And I, I'm kind of, like, I thought about this earlier. Like, I, I just want to know, kind of, like, how how you're feeling at this point. Just kind of, like, living this shit and being, like, an, an actual adult then and now. Oh, God. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I feel like now it seems way more insane yeah yes crazy to think about in comparison to that right 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 now it's well i mean we're we're all so much more connected too that it just like it gets amplified so much more the flow of information is so fast and like the 24 hour news cycle is really truly never ends so yeah i think that that's certainly true when i was you know in 2001 there you weren't privy in the same way to the 24 you didn't have a thing in your hand at all times where you could just look up the news in a second and you and you know <laughs> what's yeah. going on in like every country on earth uh every violent act that has like transpired you didn't know that it was it was different you know it was it's seemingly naive and uninformed world back then maybe to our benefit i don't know right right <laughs> Dude, maybe to our benefit. I mean, this all that uh, whole thing started in the '90s with the first Iraq War. Like watching, uh, you know, yeah. watching a watching a fire. missile go down a yeah. fucking tunnel, like live on yeah. live in prime time. Yeah, and that thing of like where it's like as an American, it really is this kind of like very abstract thing where you're you're very definitely the show of the, the thin line between entertainment and war. yeah and you yeah exactly and you've got and you've got Who is that opinion about it you're in it but it's like it's not really real in your right. world you know? right but who is that who is that i don't know 
It's Rage Against the Machine. Is it Rage Against the Machine? Ah, yes. Okay. It's the battleground. It's the battleground. Okay. It's my yeah, yeah, yeah. life. Like, yeah. I do not nail myself to a cross often. Yeah. But, hark, I have been in the Baltimore City school system for about a decade now. And, uh, dude, I was talking to this teacher. She is been teaching for 27 years she's from baltimore she agrees with me it's the worst it's ever been oh boy yeah yeah it's the worst it's ever been and next year is going to be worse yeah i've gotten code five times yeah you know so it's like we're not spinning our wheels here right yeah. right yeah it's but there's no like at least fucking colin powell had something Condoleezza yeah. Rice had something. Yeah. Now there is nothing. There's just ghouls. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just a widening gap of the, like, you know, the have and have nots. And then, yeah. 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 <laughs> we, <laughs> what, that, got, what that produces. It's, it's you know? like, yeah. I say this often. Yeah. Gilded age, like, wealth, you know, and in the same world, have, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> like living in abject poverty in like, you know, crazy conditions. We, we, I, we got money for war, but I just want to shoot for, like, fucking, yeah. it's yeah. the thing, and it, it gets more insane every year, in my opinion. Like, I was talking to a to, friend earlier, and she was, you know, she like her parents are like boomers. Her dad was a cop, like an NYPD cop, and you know. Like, yeah. it was so easy for them to get through life because everything was so fucking cheap. And now everything they bought... It's crazy because there's, like, it's still, this, it's still this world where there's, like, all these people who totally are living in that world you're describing Yeah, still totally. Today. But there are, there's a large amount of people that are very much not living in that world. Because, like, I watching them yep. like okay the economy is like doing well right, yeah exactly and, like I look at myself and i'm like i'm doing okay and there's people coming into the tattoo shop and they have no problem spending these sort of like in right. my mind sort of outrageous amounts of money right yeah and then at the same time i'm like but there's some people out here that are not doing that, yeah you know? they're very much not living that network so boys <laughs> my boys yeah my students my little little boys my little boy named yeah Bolte, yeah he yeah. doesn't know the letter b mm-hmm. and so where do you go from there and what grade is this kinder kindergarten okay so it's not so we are yet this is important we yeah. are not yet Beyond where yeah. he learned, right? Yeah, not beyond where he had learned B. Right, we're not. We still have plenty of time, but it's like it's <laughs> here's the, soon here's, to be. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing: is in this world now. Here's the other wild card: is you've got this. I was just reading some article where it's like the amount of homeschooled kids is increasing oh, in it. the United States, like insane amount, right? And like. <laughs> like charter schools and that sort of thing 
like a friend of ours is describing this charter school that we were like basically trying to get our kids into for the last couple of years and then she's yeah. talking to us that kids that come out of that school when they get to the high school are like very much behind and totally unprepared for the yeah. high school yep so like jesus thank god we didn't get into right <laughs> yeah no it's it's a morass dude it's really like in that public school right right and, and we have states trying and the thing is where we live we're in one of the in like one of the top four public schools in Rhode Island. yeah so yeah like which is just it's just this insane real estate market to like even buy like the smallest piece of property in this area yeah the, yeah and it's totally you know yeah as suburban as you would care to imagine because you're a suburban dad <laughs> that's that's the episode title as suburban as you'd care to imagine uh, yeah yeah I, yeah I, they all know the letter B out here but at what cost yeah i look at this situation and it's like yo these same motherfuckers that are pushing for school vouchers to schools like you just described have been constantly yeah. defunding public education to to you know ram it down where it is because they love this privatization bullshit. Yeah. It's a, I mean, my it's dad. A, not to talk yeah. about my dad. Yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, fuck you, Heritage but my yeah, yeah. Well, my dad worked at the Department of Education. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. Yeah. As a conservative. As a neocon. That's he worked at the Department of Education. Yeah. His whole mission was to destroy the part, Department of Education. Yeah. Right. Cop. And so, you, Connor, he made one mistake. Right. Okay, Connor, I don't want to put you on the spot, and we'll cut this out if it doesn't work. Do it. Would you like to make your announcement now? This seems kind of perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, and so I'm Connor Nunez. That's why. What is that? From my grandmother. From my grandmother. She, my father's mother, Sylvia Nunez, came from Honduras. Yeah. And okay. So I take that name because I wish we lived in a matriarchy. Yeah, right. See, I, how did I know that you, I knew you were like Latino? I'm incognito Latino, <laughs> as our last guest was. Well. <laughs> it's not a uh, flattering, but, uh, like Louis C.K. said. So, well, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is also incognito Latino. He's Mexican. Oh God, that doesn't make him sister-in-law. That doesn't make him suck any less. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I understand though. I Questionable understand. character. Yeah, yeah. We we do not endorse Louis C.K. on this program. I saw a picture of you with your dad, and I was shocked that you said he was conservative because I was like, oh, that's like a what? guy from like Honduras, right? Here. The, the- no, dude. And what's fucked up is he went to see the Clash live in London. My dad is oh, crazy. You know, making a citizens arrest. Yeah. Yeah, his Connor's dad. Unbelievable. Connor's dad is the poster child from the "you'll get more conservative as you get older" trope. Yeah, that's sad. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. So Peter. uh, So. uh, No. uh, I was gonna say um, you've got a couple of kids, as we mentioned earlier. do you guys yeah. go out all out for Halloween? Like, how how was that this year? If you do, if not, we can just totally disregard this. I am not a big right. Halloween. It's a big holiday, boy. 
Yeah, I'm not really a big Halloween person myself. They went to like Jamestown, which is like I don't know if you guys know Rhode Island. I uh, well. probably not. We don't have the smallest state, but Jamestown is like an island in Rhode Island, one of the many harbor islands of Rhode Island. But it's like how old are the kids? Like five and seven? Uh, six and nine. And the yeah. uh, and so Jamestown is like is like the preppy. I don't know, man. I live in in New- North Kingstown in the like proper like little village downtown was like on Muffy Aldrich like saltwater New England it was like one of the top uh 10 like or 20 like New England like preppy towns but Jamestown is kind of a step up from that oh wow <laughs> all right all right Jamestown is crazy it's like uh it's just like cuz Newport is like the yachting sailing capital of the world really Oh, so in the summer, like right now, if you looked at the harbor between Jamestown and Newport, it's like relatively, I would say, empty. You'll see like some fishing boats. You'll see like a cruise ship here or there. There's some like little yachts and boats like at the marinas and stuff. But in the summer, it is, um, it would like, it like defies logic, the amount of like watercrafts that are like on the bay at like any given moment. Like yeah. it would be like, how can there be this many sailboats sailing at yeah. one time on the same wind in this little area? It seems impossible, <clears throat> but uh, it's just, it's amazing. And so, yeah, Jamestown is kind of the quiet town side of the bay. Okay. From You've Newport. been to Annapolis? Uh, I've been to Annapolis, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm from, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's it sounds equivalent a little, in a way. Like, like, yeah, it's it's Newport is crazy. Like, I like I lived in Rhode Island my whole life, and until I worked in Newport and saw like a summer that changed, <laughs> I never understood like why it's like the sailing capital. Like, like you know, like Helly Hansen. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They have a store in Newport, and I think that that store I've heard sells the most like Helly Hansen like in the world. Well, there's a Helly Hansen in Annapolis too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. like I've never seen anything like it. Like you walk around Newport on like a rainy day, and like everybody in a heli hand. <laughs> yeah, so everybody has their like never parka seen with like reflective <laughs> shit on. Yeah. Like the like white vest with like their reflectors on it. It's crazy. Yeah. That's serious. I know. You know, I never thought we would talk about Helly Hansen on the pod, but here we are. He's, but uh, some of that shit's when cool. you had uh, what's his name, Henrik on it. He mentioned it as well. Yeah, no, he was no, no. He was. He's a sneak disser. That he's a sneak disser for sure. Where he's from, so he's like, oh, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't, he, I don't know. He's gonna take a trip to Newport. Hell, yeah, it's like that's Dude. like in Newport, well, I I have never been to New England. Than um than Barber or anything. I feel like right now, like it's really? like. Hanson and uh yeah 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 well because i feel like that's like less authentic more uh but i feel like Helly hansen is more authentic though no i'm not saying it's inauthentic it's just more sailboat (laughs) yeah wearing it i feel like it's it's, Helly hansen is closer to nike it kind of but then barbara it is I don't know, man. I feel like nobody knows who Helly Hansen is. I feel like it's like you're either an actual sailing person, 
you're somebody who's into prep stuff or you're like some like ultra like beyond like a guy who's into polo sport like some other level of like you know like hype beast that like yeah because <laughs> those are the only people i've ever seen wear it like it's i mean it's like very my, few in part my siblings have it my siblings yeah, have it, and really. have it because it's like rare you know but in your but you're also saying you're from are they also in annapolis yeah, they live in That's Annapolis. That's the thing is, you have in to be in a place where people actually say it. Yeah, because you're uh, in Ohio in a fucking Helly Hansen. There's not uh, going to have it. Or you might see somebody in a barber jacket. I feel like more likely in some place else, but Helly Hansen. That's like that's a deep cut, man. Yeah, yeah that is a deep cut. <laughs> that's a deep cut. Do you know? Let me ask you quickly. Do you know Mistral? What's that? No, no. It's a, an outdoor brand. Head Mistral. I don't think so. No, they did weird stuff. I mean, what is that? An Italian band? Well, so Howard Head was a Baltimore guy, and he invented Mm -hmm. a certain type of tennis. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so he made a huge fortune off of that. But in any event, the patriarch of my family, like my stepdad's dad, was. he 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 called it the rag trade. Oh he yeah, yeah. The rag trade in Mistral. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it was his idea to paint the skis really bright colors. Oh holy shit! Oh whoa, like ski Mistral. Okay, so that yeah. They would chip off so that the rich people would buy new ones. Oh wow! That's I thought crazy. that was a fucking true stroke of genius. Yeah. yeah so if you think about cool. sports gear, yeah that's how it is and this is yeah. apparently alexander schuster's creation what to not to made not to last <laughs> basically yeah no i mean yeah, to yeah. make it to make it bright and colorful and like chippy yeah. Yeah. i mean it was also like that was a very particular time period like i i you know i mean yeah. i'm into like vintage sportswear but like that was very much a like 80s and 90s creation and by i think the turn of the century like, oh yeah it had kind of like faded you know like that is that is the the with the bright colors yeah the, well the bright colors and the like like you know things of course things got like uh better and better quality wise and so like i you know yeah, it yeah. seems like that that was definitely a thing at the beginning but you know by the time that the three of us were like burgeoning adults like that wasn't really the the trend anymore yeah 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 for sure well it became oversaturated oh totally totally right? like yeah. that the the uh, the super big silhouettes and the really like 90s like flashy yeah. shit yeah. like that was too much yeah. too much too much absolutely too much so what did you think about candy peter this is a key question candy. Yeah, because it comes and goes, and everyone, like, people on Reddit were like, ah, I bought five pounds of candy, and I didn't get any trick-or-treaters. You know what's so weird? Does, I don't does think that. people go trick-or-treating. Yeah. It's, like, so few and far between the people I know that have actual trick-or-treaters. Like, you have to be in some, like, vetted, like, concentrated neighborhood. Well, I was like, carefully placing I've razor never... blades... Into my child, since I lived with my parents, you know what? I don't think in my life I've ever handed out trick or treat. Yeah, same here. Same here. <laughs> in all 44 years, I don't think I've ever been on the giving end 
And I've always like any place I've lived, I've bought candy, but we've never yeah. had trick or treaters. I, I, like where I live now, it's kind of like it's a little, it's like slightly too rural to like, you know, there's like a development next to our house, but we really live in the middle, of like two farms, right. you know. Right. So it's like kind of like nobody's coming out here. To I didn't grow up with traditional <laughs> Halloween. Like we had a fall festival at our yeah. church. That like I would get oh, I would wow. get some candy with, and then did you grow up like religious? yeah I grew up Southern Baptist, which is oh yeah. wow okay like uh, Bill Hicks has a great bit about uh you know being just now we're peeling back the layers. Dude, this is this is therapy this, this week. Uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome to Apocalypse Duds, Matt Smith trauma. Um, so uh. I, I don't I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. so I, I've told a few people this the past couple of weeks around Halloween, because again, I don't give a fuck about holidays. I've never handed out candy either. Yeah. So we would do the fall festival thing. And, I, you know, I, I remember dressing up as yeah. one of the Ninja Turtles at one point. Like, you know, but, but by the age of like 10, I was I was just like, oh, this is dumb. Uh, so, so. <laughs> I uh, got the wonderful privilege of seeing what is called Judgment Night, and not not oh, yeah. nearly as cool as the, the movie. Not, not nearly as cool as the movie oh. or the movie soundtrack. I was getting hyped. I just watched that movie in the last. Oh, it's six great! Months. It's great, and the soundtrack <laughs> fucking rules for the most part. There's some there's some losers on it. Legendary. Yeah, the Biohazard. I should just get married. Biohazard and Onyx yeah. together is just Chef's kiss. Right. Okay, so Judgment Night for me was put on by a church, and it has various traumatizing scenes, like like two teenagers that that went drunk driving and they crashed and killed themselves. <laughs> This this teenage, like this teenage girl like that had an abortion <laughs> and they had to show the the fetus or whatever. So, oh, no, oh, no, just the, the most insane shit. Well, I think we know why you don't like holidays. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> wow. Dude. Holy shit. Maybe this is so I'm driving out of town the other day and I see on the like town marquee judgment night at whatever the fuck church and i was like that's still going on holy shit you didn't dude what the fuck you should have crashed judgment night i wore a halloween costume i'm pretty sure and this is like why i don't wear a halloween costume because like the world is too unstable to be out somewhere dressed yeah agreed (laughs) agreed like unprepared right so I went to a Halloween party, and it was, like, a bunch of people we knew, like, a pretty, like, small thing, like, private kind of event. But we were coming from Boston, so we arrived kind of late, and it's me and my friend Ken, and we're dressed like uh, Vincent and Jules from Pulp Fiction, but not, like, right. the black suit kind. It's, like, the after they got, uh, like, uh, cleaned up at Quentin Tarantino's house. So I'm, like, in, like, a blue T-shirt with, like, a... Uh, what is it like crazy cat and the mouse like on it and like, uh-huh. he's like, banana slugs t-shirt and like the we're like the bathing suit shorts right but i still have like the mustache and like the jerry curl wig and he's got like a ponytail wig on and we get to this party and we're like bullshitting for a couple i don't know how long but like a fight breaks out and it's like people i know <laughs> <laughs> but it's like groups of people i know fighting with each other so i'm like 
fuck, like they shouldn't fight each other. <laughs> and I'm kind of getting in the middle and I have this moment where I think, I don't want to get knocked out wearing a fake fucking mustache. <laughs> in the way was like, I'm never going in public wearing a costume again. And by the time that time, like the fight had kind of dispersed or whatever the situation. But I remember just the distinct moment. There's like all this violence about to occur, and I was like, it's like I want to get knocked out wearing a fucking fake mustache. No, dude, <laughs> it's dreadful. I can't, I can't imagine. Uh, so yeah, I am a I, bit of a, not so into house. Yeah, I was I was kicked out of school in the fourth grade. I was James <laughs> Bond, okay, and I had a martini glass, oh, and they what? fucking kicked me out of school. Like this kid's fucking wasted. <laughs> yeah, they were like, this kid clearly an alcoholic. He's got an empty drink here. <laughs> they kicked me out of the martini glass, and I dyed my hair black too, which is a fucking oh sin. Oh my god, yeah. that's hilarious! Yeah, I just wanted to be. Yeah, I just wanted one, to be James Bond. Which one were you? Well, so I like you? grew up. I like grew up in a dumb time. Like in I don't. Eighties, um, and you have who's that? Not Roger Moore. No, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Oh, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan is like See, my I'm only like Bond. The... Uh, I grew up with like the lamest one of allegedly. I mean, which is isn't that Roger Moore? No, right before Pierce. Who's the one before Pierce Brosnan uh, in the License to Kill? Who is that one? License to Kill is yeah. Roger Moore, isn't it? Is it? That's the one I grew up with, and 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 I was like, I was like, oh, and Moore cool. is a bore. Back in right. Russia, I was like, no, this movie is not very good. Yeah, but there's so much. Like, it's like he is a tool of the fucking imperialists. Yeah. He is a fucking like. Anyway, I was nine. They wouldn't let me hold my little glass. <laughs> they were not interested in that at all. Miss Barrett, she wanted to fuck you. Wouldn't, me up. You wouldn't. You wouldn't turn in one of your kids for a martini. <laughs> Dog, if I said to one of my administrators, like, uh, this I, kid's got I, a martini glass. I run down there a martini and glass <laughs> in our classroom. Um, no, absolutely That's not. Hilarious. I mean, like, uh, it's, 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 when would it come? When, how would they know what a martini glass is, even? Yeah, you really? That's hilarious. Chicken. You think you really think kids in your class don't know what a martini glass is? I would bet you, and this is what when I say so, like okay, there's there's an easy yeah, there's an easy way to joke illustration somewhere. Yeah. Well, so there's an easy way to joke with children. Yeah. Right. You were familiar with this as a child haver. You say <laughs> the opposite thing. Uh-huh. Right? Like, oh, I like your Superman costume, and it's a Batman costume, and the kid is yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? The kids don't get it. Yeah, I was like, yo, six Spider-Man costume, and the kids are like, but isn't that just being in kindergarten? They're like, yeah, kind of like what? Kind of being a kindergarten, what? kind of. Uh, I feel like kids in kindergarten are kind of like in outer space still. They're like just coming in from. Like, 
<laughs> they're screwed. They're screwing galaxy. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah, they're like like because my son, he's like nine, and I'm just like seeing them like, oh wow, he's like becoming like a person who's like in yeah, reality. but like, before you know? certain before yeah. certain age, it's such a it's such a distinct difference from him. Like even like last summer, his like grasp right. <laughs> The tangible world, you know, it, it, it's crazy. And yeah, kids in kindergarten, it's just like they're in outer space. Well, well, like yeah. <laughs> I, I think that I think that they're just the world is just barely coming into focus. Yeah, they're, they're golden retriever <laughs> puppies. They're golden retriever puppies. Yeah, they yeah. know that they're on this planet. They have what no they... idea what they're doing at all. They need yeah, to I think know how like, to read. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's crazy, though. I feel that's like... But it. you think kindergarten kids should know how to read? Oh, my God, buddy. You should know how Dude, to read Dude, my kids three. did not... No, my kids did not know how to read at three. It's hard. And these kids, these kids are in fucking... We live in Whiteyville, dude. These kids are no, not fucking... They, I mean, my son, my son is in third grade now. Yeah, and it was at the end of second grade that he he went from like we were like, is this gonna be okay? To like he just like reads like chapter books now in like six months. It was just, like one day he was like, oh, I can read now. But it was yeah. like we when he was in kindergarten, <laughs> there was no hope of him you reading read nothing, him. and that was during like COVID. You read he, with them though. We you? do read with them. Yeah, you read with them, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the key. Ah, yeah. yeah. That is the fucking key. You read yeah, that's kind of the truth. That's kind read? of the truth. What do you read? What do you read? Tell me, please. Yeah. yeah. What do I read? What do you read with your boy? What do I read with him? I mean, what is he into right now? Yeah. He's like a, you know, he's like a 70-year-old nine-year-old so he's very taken with world war ii nice right now anything kind of to do with that he reads this he's books like he's reading like what is it cold war correspondent is a book he goes back to a lot it's a reporters in the cold all right all right he's into what was um what was pearl harbor um holy shit uh what there's a movie from like that's from like the it must be from like the sixties I would imagine because Sean Connery's in it and he, he's like one of the major characters and he's pretty young. It's called A Bridge yeah. Too Far. It's like <gasps> yeah. Say no more. A bridge too far. Like, like if yeah, that's more or less the main thing that's on. I watch cartoons and stuff in between the cleanse the palette, but it's kind of just like oh, that's dude, fucking rich so shit fun. for him. He'll he's like turn into such a freak. He'll tanks, become such a freak. Like, but he's like very like neurodivergently like cross sections of tanks. Oh yeah, he'll tell you everything uh, about every kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, what war? When this? I got a couple. <laughs> Here's a weird moment. I was just like at work, like kind of just like looking at the internet, and I saw a Saddam Hussein, uh, like Desert Storm trading card, and I was like, "That's so crazy oh. that Desert oh. Storm trading thing that." Oh. And I bought a fucking. Yeah, <laughs> I have a deck right here. I yeah, I just bought a I bought a case of like sealed packs of uh, Desert Storm trading cards. Yo, that... yeah, I have a deck right here. 
and yeah, enough. Oh my god, you have you got a side of me. Oh no, suit, that's the playing cards. These this are ba- is, like uh, baseball cards. Like, yeah, this is oh like, my god, baseball yeah. cards. Yeah. Oh my god, oh my god, oh, my I've god. Yeah, nothing has scarily, yeah. enough, sadly enough, nothing has captured my child's imagination. <laughs> uh, I've never had, we've never had like a behavior modifier like this, like oh, anything where we're no. like, hey, if you like do this and you're good, like you can have this. He's usually like, ah, I don't want to be good that bad. Yeah. You know, like you can fucking keep that. The debt, storm trading cards, my friend. You pop out a pack of these bad boys, dude. He sees an airplane on there. <laughs> Jesus. It's over. Oh, my God. What do we got here? The... Yeah, C14, C141B star. Dude, the, the, sheer, yeah. the sheer amount of marketing around Desert Storm <laughs> is unlike anything I can think of before or since. Like, these are the best ones. It's like Chris is like a dude like this, like Admiral Frank kills him. <laughs> he drives the aircraft carrier. They're so fucking dude, good, holy dude. shit! They're great. Yo, like, because I haven't opened, I haven't opened these playing cards. Oh, they're, they're gonna, gonna be great. Hunky they're personnel. gonna be great. There were playing cards. There were T-shirts. There were hats. There were sports cards. Like the unbelievable. The case of spades, baby. Right. I, that's what I'm digging through here for. I just want to set Amusine so bad. Saudi Arabia, and uh, <laughs> a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys don't have. Oh yeah, even... oh yeah, yeah. Dude, but Saddam is the ace of spades. What a time to be alive! What a time, yo! It, it was the the uh, just the biggest commercial war of all time. Like even nine eleven shit can't top the insanity that Desert Storm brought. Like. Desert. Merchandise. Well, Desert Storm was like kind of like all was like all good in everybody's eyes. Yeah. It, oh, it, it definitely. Uh, oh, I, I'm not even talking. I'm not even talking about the things that that you know. I, I'm not talking about like there wasn't even like I don't think that first Gulf War there was like the political pushback. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. I'm just saying from say saying from a sheer merchandising perspective. That's the oh, craziest yeah. shit yeah, I've ever like. I like I sell vintage. I mean, the fact that you can go ahead, you can readily come by these yeah. these cases of cards. Is it's it's insane. <laughs> is testament to the sheer amount that Just were produced. Fucking insane. Ah, <laughs> uh, in it's in fucking well, because Charles McFarlane talks about this kind of stuff. Yeah, like combat war ephemera. Shout out combat yeah. threads. Combat threads. Yeah, and I just mm-hmm. think like it is what we are, yeah. right? It is what we are, but we oh, don't yeah. have to be that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen that that early Michael Moore movie, The Big One? Yes. It's like it's that that is like the most like uh, I feel like that's, that's like the most damning Michael Moore. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. And it's just in that one scene, in that one line, where it just like describes the United States so perfectly. He's like, "We're the big one." He's like, "That's us." <laughs> We're the big one, you know? And we never like kind of get past that as a country. We're like, "Yeah, we're the big one." <laughs> no, dude. And like Michael Moore, I remember seeing 
I remember seeing Fahrenheit 9-11 in movie theaters. Yeah. My friend Liam, my best friend Liam and I went are to go see this hate this episode? Is this just three? Like, no, dude. I think people are going to be like, oh, we always knew. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I mean, knew. I will say that, like, me personally, when I talk about shit on Instagram, because that's my biggest platform, and us as a show, we get so many good, like, or great feedback for people that are like oh yeah like the the shit that you're talking about is so relevant and nobody else is, you know in this in in this realm is doing that and like yeah you know it's yeah. like i don't know it's just there's there's such crossover there's such uh we have nostalgia for the 2000s like nobody yeah does yeah because times were good and we love George Bush, and we love God, and we love guns, and we love money. Time is a goddamn yeah. flat circle, and the past the past month yeah. has shown me this. Like this is post nine eleven. Yeah. More than anything. More than anything. Like because yeah. I've been I've been bouncing up and down. You know, like everybody knows, I'm a guy. My mind is somewhere, mm-hmm. but like. Up and down and 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 up and down. And it's like, do I just stay in this? Like, do you know um in a video game there's like a thing trapped, right? I'm making it on the that's my energy. How do I get out of here? Oh, that's capitalism. We're trapped though. Yes! It is a trap. We're human beings in capitalism. We are. We are. Yes, and so we have become. They've turned our flesh into work. Yeah, and and within this, (laughs) within this stupid fucking system, (laughs) we find things that bring us joy, like music, like clothing, like film. Not not my personal, because I have shitty taste in movies. Uh, (laughs) Transformers. Not ever can watch a (laughs) Transformers. But you know, like. Like the whole purpose of the show is to have these discussions and like find common ground. Yeah, because rate apocalypse that you're seeing like clothing that you're gonna wear at the end of the world. Yeah. Yes, you see the duds we'll have on is the apocalypse. Exactly. Yes, baby. Yeah. And that's exactly it. We just I am not so clever to get it out in the first fuck, you know? Like yeah. I that line where will you be when the dollar dies? That's a long shot over from my yeah, yeah. work as a copywriter, but like, right. it goes still. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Peter, let's. I mean, the crazy thing is though is like is like here's the problem, is like as a human being, you know, we have this like inherent sort of like narcissism about our place in time and in like the universe and like all this like greater shit, you know. Like, there was guys in, you know, ancient Rome, ancient Mesopotamia that were like, fucking Christ? Shit's never been yeah, this bad. Yeah, yeah. I guess they yeah. didn't say Christ. Shit's never been this bad. How could this be happening? These kids can't say the letter B in school, <laughs> you know? And then here we fucking are. Right. You know, that how many times, you know, not that I'm some, like, blind optimist, certainly not. No, certainly humanity, not. But, like, you know. It's like it's the it's the it's the very human short view yeah. of time that makes us say, "What a time to be in alive!" And in this moment, 
we're you know we're at the tipping point of like humanity and you know we very much right. are but at the same time well you know you know like i <laughs> we are <laughs> i consider myself uh three things i consider myself like i think it's a, it's very it's a very arrogant very incredibly human feeling to say i'll be present at the right end. right totally totally you know, yeah. and, and like, <laughs> in your in the moment that that we exist, I mean, how I mean, yeah, how it, it <laughs> it's a very arrogant. You have thought. to at the time I exist, there were dinosaurs, there was fucking mud, right? <laughs> primordial mud. The primordial stew. That period of time that Connor Fowler, Matt Smith, and Peter Totley are on the Earth. We gotta fucking Dude. watch. <laughs> it's all gonna go down right now. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard for me to. You know the. You know my great my grandmother, not my great grandmother, lived to be over a hundred years old. Yeah, and she told me that she could remember in the town, the town where I was born, where I went to elementary school, New Bedford, her grandmother getting on a horse-drawn carriage and she was a very heavy set woman and how the carriage would rock back and forth when she was getting on. my grandmother could remember that my grandmother voted for barack obama right. yo so can you imagine the despairing yo. thoughts that yeah. fucking human beings had between in that lifetime yeah. Yeah. can you imagine her not thinking at some point the world will end while i'm on right. the earth yeah. No. Yeah. Peter. That is Peter. 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 Son of a bitch. God damn it. Hey. That was it. That was man. it. That, that, that is the day. best thing. Brighten your day and darken your doors. That is the best thing that will ever be said on this show from now to infinity. Like, yeah, that was a real. I'm I don't know how to. I don't know how to. I don't know how to close it anyway. I, I, okay. Hey, 44, 44 years. Well, not just a hat rack. Not just a hat Dude, rack. Dude, you were. <laughs> yeah, you. Not just a I, I am. I am happy to call you a friend of the pod, my bud. My bud. Okay. Yeah, Thanks. yeah, dude. This is. This has been fucking fantastic. Um, I have a way to close. And it's. Once again, I feel like we never discuss clothes. I never told you what I'm wearing. I'm wearing a Brooks Brothers. You vintage. did. You said your Shetland sweater. We got a college striped shirt, Brooks Brothers vintage. We got the Harley of Scotland Shetland cardigan. We got Orvis uh, olive green corduroy trousers. I got the 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 white socks. These are like a all cotton, very chunky side. Can't remember what the name is, but organic cotton. And uh, I'm in the I'm at uh, Casa Mia. So I got on the Adidas slides. Yeah, yeah, dog. Uh, nice dude. It, you know, nice. it's like it, the irony is not lost on us that we are a mostly audio only show talking about clothing, but that that <laughs> made it all worth it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Peter. Well, thank you, Jeff. Peter. To to round. I never told you about my soup either. I made Bruno de Carne. Oh, okay. Tonight, though. Yeah, I was so, gonna ask you about the soup. Go for it. Go for it. What? What is Bruno this? I'm not a soup fan. Semi-complicated soup. 
really? Matt doesn't like anything that's good. Okay, <laughs> so I clearly mean, there's no. Coming to Atlanta, we're gonna straighten this I, I, guy out. Yo, yeah, dude. Oh, Jim. Connor, let's go. Connor, what you just said sums up my philosophy. <laughs> I'm, but you know what? That kind of makes sense because you're from the south, so you know you don't have this moment like we yeah. have right now, where it turns from very abruptly from October right, to November, yeah. and it is cold suddenly. You gotta swaddle yourself I mean, in wool. Yeah, and there have been there have been <laughs> birthdays of mine in November where it was like eighty five degrees and made me want to die. Yeah, so, yeah. What so Connor said is so true, though. I'm we're living by the, the circadian rhythms of the earth I, here, I man. Guess. We gotta eat soup at certain times. I, guess, I just I don't. I, I also don't like. Ch- it's all about soup and wool. Right I now, also don't like chili. I don't place. like I don't like things that I eat with a spoon. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not super into chili. Oh come on, Matt. oh my god, I, you gotta no. have a fucking. I don't like things that. I eat with a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matt Smith. I don't like different things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's... <laughs> I barely like a thing. No, I, don't like, I know I it's like, not like when you like this, Matt. I, I mean. <laughs> I like a lot of things. I'm just very particular about the things that I like. You don't say. This is my everyday life, you motherfuckers. I deal with this shit. I deal with my dumb shit all day. It's your cross, your cross to bear. My cross to bear is me being an insane person. Um, I mean, you gotta be ready to get your... <laughs> I am also <laughs> vegan, which complicates it even more. Uh, see, I feel like if I was vegan, I would be eating like stews a bit, like all day, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Matt does. Matt has to do things the hard way. I, I, I know. I, I love. I love the hard way. I love the hard way. Aesthetic way. All right. The aesthetic way. That's what it is, dude. He's gonna have a hard boot on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, we gotta end this roast session slash Matt right, Matt therapy yes. session slash the most loose All episode right, right. of Apocalypse Duds ever to be recorded. Uh, right. We did this at eight twenty in the evening, also just to just to quantify that for people. Right. Uh, might 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 become clear. But... Yeah, it might become clear. Anyway, um, <laughs> Peter, thank you for coming on. Um, I have one last question for you. What's what are that? your top five punk and or hardcore records and or a mix of the two? Oh, God. Can I just give you bands? Okay, I'll, okay I'll give you bands. Yeah. I'll give you bands. Punk or hardcore? Like, you grew up in both. Like Ooh, you, that's really tough. Yeah. Okay, so I would say, as far as punk, the I would say Stiff Little Fingers is almost the only punk band. Okay, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like Stiff Little Fingers, is the only thing I really listen to. Still, that's super punk. Every once in a while, I'll get real goofy and I'll put on like an old NoFX album just because that's like super. All right, yeah, yeah. But as far as hardcore, oof, I would say like I like I can still listen to like Comeback Kid. I can listen to Ten Yard Fight. I can listen to. Is that three? That's three. That's five. That's five total. But come on, man! I want to hear. No, I want to hear the. Uh, I want to hear the rest of the hardcore. But like. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't listen to a ton of hardcore these days. I'm an old man. <laughs> I listen to, like, folk music and shit. <laughs> but that's the stuff I grew up on. And I'll tell you, in the last month, I have put on 10 years. Nice! Solid, solid. Well, what was that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, Bane, that's kind of the stuff I grew up on. Bane, Converge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Piebald. Oh, god damn it. Piebald is so fucking good. Yeah, that was a band that really, that really I grew up Yeah. With. Well, yeah, we, like, I, right now I listen to, like, a lot of, what is it, uh, John Prine. And, oh, dude, that's yes. so good. Yes, oh, we, we definitely have to. That's what my sister We definitely have to talk, <laughs> definitely have to talk music. Yeah. I listen to a lot of Spanish music now, too. I listen to a lot of, like, Selena. Oh, hell yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, very quickly, and as a truly final question, do you think what do you make of the commingling of the hardcore rap and hardcore punk? I never Big was L? really into that, man. No, 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 no. Listen to Lifestyles of the Poor oh, Neighbors. Are you talking about the stuff now? Yeah. Like those, like that's what did they call it? It's like a special name, and like kids were all like black. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, that is not so bad. The current stuff. Like, I was never a big, like... I'm just stuff. saying, like, the Big L drums. Oh, yeah, no, I love Big L. That's it sounds yeah. like hardcore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that. that's that period. Like, we're like, Big L, Onyx. Uh, yeah, like, uh, what is Das Effects? It's like, that's a type of... New York rap, right? That kind of hardcore. Yeah, rap. the heavy hardcore stuff. Yeah, yeah, right? mean, yeah no, that's, there's that's a crossover. That's what I would call it, but I guess that is what I mean, is. we mentioned the Judgment Night soundtrack, <laughs> which is literally oh, yeah. mostly that. It's literally that yeah. kind of crossover. Yeah, you know what that, what it always makes me kind of like, like nervous to be like, oh, I like that. Because <laughs> I can remember when I was like in high school, it was like, it must have been like the summer after I graduated from high school, maybe. So I was, I was going to go to college, and I remember I was watching 120 minutes, I think, on MTV, which is like a kind of like fantastic a metal program. Show at yeah. night. And I remember like, this video came on, and it was like corn. And I was like, I'd never heard of this band before. And it was like this black and white video. It's like in a club. It looks like a hardcore show. There was no music for like the first 20 seconds of the video. And I was like, is this about to be the greatest band of all time? And then I started playing and I was like, oh my God, I think I don't like this music anymore. <laughs> if this is where we're going, if this is where we're fucking going, I'm getting off. Yeah, <laughs> I feel it. That, that, was a, that was a weird time. Yeah, that yeah, was a terrible, terrible time. for the most part. Even some of the shit. <laughs> Even a lot of the shit that I liked in the like late nineties and early two thousands really did not age well. Corn yeah. was good. Corn was good. They had like an album that was good. I, they I, were I, really I trendsetters. Saying it was, I just it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I yeah. and I was just like I was such like a into such a different yeah. kind of music at that time that I, and staunchly, I think I was still straight edge then. Yeah, you know, like. You know, I, <laughs> Like, like I, I was like, I was into punk and hardcore, and I like was straight edge from fifteen, and like when Lincoln Park really yeah. hit, I tried to make myself like it for yeah. like two months, and then I was just like, yeah, this is, is terrible. Like I'll just go listen to 
This is yeah. terrible. It's not. Yeah. In, in like coming out of like in coming out of like a DIY kind of scene, you know, right. seeing like, oh totally, uh, like like something that's like a heavy kind of music kind of become like this like mainstream the word like mainstream thing. Yeah. it's like hard I mean, to watch. No, oh, I'm definitely not part of that. That's in that's not what right. I'm in. This so for. Peter, <laughs> Peter, were you still into hardcore in like 2004? Uh, no, I, I kind of okay, wasn't so, like by 2004. I was like, in the like more into like indie gotcha. stuff. That it's because 2004, you're talking about like that's even like when like the strokes and like the white yeah. stripes and so stuff like I, that were coming I think out, this, right? I think yeah. this shows our like your and mine. There's a four year difference in age, but there's like like an like yeah. some overlap, but I was a, a, a part of a completely different scene in a lot of ways. Yeah. So totally in 2004, different. one of my favorite bands, uh, hardcore bands, No Warning, who ill blood, you yeah. know, Canadian hardcore, like just mean as hell. Yeah. They made a record yeah. that was like they got signed to a major label, and they wanted to be Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. like in in the nostalgia factor now, like some of it's fine. There were people that liked it at the point or at that point in time. But a lot of the hardcore scene was just like, the fuck is this shit for the exact reasons you just li- listed? Yeah. You know, it was just so weird. Yeah, it kind of... I mean, it's like kind of the same thing with like punk rock. It's like at a point, it's like, is it even right, punk rock right. anymore? You yeah. know, it's like, is, you know, did... Are people right when they say, you know, punk rock didn't make it out of like the 70s? You no, know, I, I don't... So... I, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I. I so I listen because once you put that title on it, you, you that's when you hit the point of commercializing right. it. It's right. part of like capitalism. You're making money off it. Is it the same yeah, thing? Yeah, I. I've listened, but like by the time like where I'm listening to it, I'm kind of like, you know, it's like a it's like a commodified like personality type that you can be. That you can buy. But I'll put store. it to you and both Connor and myself. <laughs> like when you heard Minor Threat for the first time, or when one of us did, it was still as dangerous as it was in its time. Yeah. But here's the difference is when I heard Minor Threat for the first time was the first probably you could buy you could here's the, here's how okay. I think about it. When punk rock was punk rock, right? People that wanted to wear bondage pants, I would assume were sewing them right, themselves. Right. Yeah, like okay. Yeah, I see where you're going. By the time I was into punk rock, you could buy bondage pants. You could take a bus to New York, and you could go to St. Mark's, and there was a store. I can't remember what it's called. You could buy bondage pants there, or you could go to Boston to this place, Hubba Hubba, and you could buy bondage pants there. By the time I graduated from high school, when corn's coming out, you could go yep. to Hot Topic at the mall totally. by Bonnie. Yeah. So does that tell us everything? I think so. I think so. I I must. It threw fashion at, it, at the evolution of what is and what it, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I've been thinking a lot on punk like this week. So that's perfect for this. You know, through it's, fashion, you can see the evolution of is it is it punk rock? It's like a ship of Theseus. Right. Right. situation yeah, yeah 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 well uh dude this has been great thank you for coming on again and uh taking time away my pleasure yeah, gentlemen 
anytime. Yeah. yeah, Peter's gonna be a returning guest, I'm sure. Um, yeah, we salute. <laughs> we salute. We salute the best dressed dad on the internet. Um, hey, yeah, cheers, suburban dad, dad. threadbare and oh. rumpled. Out here. Yeah, that that takes care of shot. <laughs> Threadbare and rumpled. Hashtag suburban dad. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, thank you again, Peter. Um, if you like what you heard, uh, yeah, keep listening. Please rate, subscribe, like, subscribe. Please, please. We're trying to get. <laughs> we're trying to reach people. Dear God, Dear God, follow us. Give him us. a five-star review. Give him a five-star review. Please, please. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Hawk it, Peter. Wait, wait, Connor, did we ever shout out the person that changed their review from three stars to five because we cha- we upped our audio quality? Oh, no. No, we should, hey, we should shout them out. The, who, whoever you are, whoever you are out there, thank you. Because we did change yeah. our equipment and it does sound better now. Yeah, you were right, so thank yeah, you. Yeah, and also thank you. Help with you. Thank, thank you for changing your fucking review because that man on the on the sea of yeah. on the sea of trolls on the internet, or sorry, in the sea of trolls. Yeah, seriously. That's great. Year twenty twenty three. That is great. Yeah, that is a good person. That is a Absolutely. truly good person. Um, <laughs> not so great. Well. Thank you for listening uh, to the end of, or sorry, to the actual end of our rambling. Um, we appreciate you. And if you'd like to send us an email, which would be sick, uh, apocalypsestuds at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at apocalypsestuds. I am Matt Smith at Rebels Rogues. And I'm Connor Nunez. At hey, real hey. Connor Nunez. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't have enough bandwidth to go into the rest of that uh, real talk. <laughs> so, but yeah, thanks again for listening. Check back next week. We'll see you then. Cheers. <laughs>